Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she Hello, calling. ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Friday evening to discuss the Baltimore Orioles. First postseason game of the ALDS against the Texas Rangers. The Orioles at 101 wins captured the AL East. Um, obviously, as we discussed in the previous episode, and we'll be taking on the Texas Rangers, who took a sweep two out of three, and the first two, a clean sweep of the Tampa Bay Rays. And may I just say that it was an embarrassing, embarrassment to see Tropicana Field at 19,000 fans, the lowest attendance for an MLB postseason game since 1919. Just to kind of date, um, you know, that time period, 1919, was the Chicago Black Sox scandal. I don't think stadiums, baseball stadiums, were holding 42,000 fans at that point. Very embarrassing by the Tampa Bay Rays, to say the least. So, starting tomorrow's game for the Baltimore Orioles will be Kyle Bradish, who finished the regular season with a 12-7 and win-loss record, a 2-8-3 ERA, a 168 strikeouts, and a 1.04 whip, good for fourth best in baseball. The young Bradish at 27 years young will be making his first postseason start and what a job he has done this past year for the Orioles. Due to the um, unfortunate circumstances with Tyler Wells, um, Kyle Bradish was tabbed as the uh, ace on the staff and um, you know not that not that I don't think he would have been, but he entered the season as, uh, I believe, the fourth starting pitcher in the rotation and worked his way all the way up to um, being your opening uh, game starter in the postseason. I mean, you look at, you know, just looking at the first three starters ahead of him, it was Kyle Gibson on opening day, Dean Kramer on the second day, Cole Irvin the third, and then... Um, Kyle Bradish, who made that first start, mind you, against the Texas Rangers. And this was the the very um, odd, it was an odd game. Um, fourth game of the season, again, his first start. He got hurt early on. I think he got hit by a ball. Went one and two-thirds, allowed just one hit, um, two strikeouts, one walk. I mean, you know, the O's ended up winning 2 nothing. It was a game where Tyler Wells came in and Offered five innings in relief and did a great job. Um, and then Bradish would pitch again against the Rangers on May 28th. A 3-2 win going six and two-thirds. Gave up four hits, one earned run, one walk, and four strikeouts. He was a very, very consistent pitcher all year. If you've been following the Orioles, you know this. Um, definitely a guy that... And it's, it's so crazy that the trade that the... Los Angeles Angels made back in 2019 for Dylan Bundy and the O's would get Kyle Bradish and what he's turned out to be. He's been an excellent pitcher. Um, he's just been fantastic. Can't say enough about the guy. 
You know, he's really grown. This is just his second uh, full season in the bigs. He's a really, really tremendous pitcher. So that's who's going to be on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles. For the Texas Rangers, it looks like it's going to be, um, as of 34 minutes ago, the Texas Rangers PR team put out Andrew Heaney. I don't want to butcher that. Heaney, I believe. Henny, Andrew Heaney, will be the starting pitcher um, for Texas. So he's fifth listed fifth in their starting rotation. 10-6-1 loss record, a 4-1-5 ERA, 151 strikeouts, a 1.38 whip. Um, he, I'm looking to see if he did pitch against the Orioles this year. He did in those two uh, two times they played them. Only went two and two-thirds on April 4th where the O's won 7-2. He gave up seven hits, seven earned runs, two home runs, two walks, and struck out two. His second start came May 27th. The Rangers would win 5-3 over the Orioles. He went seven innings pitched, four hits, one home run, three strikeouts. That inconsistency of those two games is what you've seen all season. And I know the idea is to throw, he's a southpaw left-handed pitcher, to throw him out there against this Orioles lineup, um, which is predominantly lefties. I don't know if that's a smart move. Um I, I think, you know, the Orioles, this is a very, very solid, solid lineup they're going to be thrown out there. I'm going to assume the starting second baseman, I saw someone else put out their predictions uh, earlier today, their projected Orioles starting lineup, and starting at second base, they had uh, um, Adam Frazier, and, you know, I think at, uh, at third, Ramona Rios. And I think that's, you know, um, a very, very solid uh, lineup to throw out there going into tomorrow's game. I think putting, you know, the, the veterans out there is a good idea um, for sure. I don't think it's uh, it would be a, a wrong decision to do uh, otherwise. Just, you know, to get the veterans in the lineup, give them a chance, um, you know, to uh, to see what they can do. Obviously, right now, you know, you're not really looking to see what anyone can do. You know what they can do, but you know, just you want to get your your um, you know, your guys out there. I know Jordan Westberg could be an option, but I just you know, I haven't seen enough from him to confidently say yes, he can go out there and be, you know, a uh, a starting um, a, a starting you know uh, position player heading into. Uh, tomorrow's game I just I don't see it um so it was uh Zach Bollinger here it is um so he thinks that all right so here's who he thinks he has leading off Austin Hayes batting second Adley Rutschman third Ryan Mountcastle cleanup Anthony Santander batting fifth Gunnar Henderson sixth so he switched it he went with Jordan Westberg seventh the DH Aaron Hicks eighth Cedric Mullins and ninth Ramona Rios. So he switched going with Jordan Westberg with the lefty righty situation. I can see that. I mean, if they did go with Adam Frazier, um, I it wouldn't. You know, I I wouldn't mind it. I think Adam Frazier has definitely done enough. Westberg. I mean, it's just he's young. I, I just I don't know if I can trust it, and especially him hitting sixth. I don't know. I I, I don't think that sits too well with me. But you know, we'll see what Brandon Hyde wants to do. And, um, man, isn't it something? You see Cedric Mullins hitting eighth. If the O's were making the postseason and you would have told me a year ago 
about or 11 months ago that Cedric Mullins would be hitting a three when Austin Hayes leading off. I would have fallen off my fallen out of my chair. I mean, but I think that's great having Austin Hayes lead off. Um, I think that's a solid, uh, solid lineup he put out. Um, you know, I like Anthony Santander hitting cleanup. Gunnar Henderson fifth. Hopefully, he's going to be able to do damage. I just don't see how. You know, I know they're throwing out Haney to to combat the uh, lefty, you know, uh, dominant lineup that a lot of the O's have, but I just don't think that that's the right decision. I mean, I think this is an Orioles lineup that it doesn't matter what arm you're throwing at them. I mean, these guys can hit. You know, this is the team throughout the entire season that I think everyone, including myself, was kind of waiting on the Orioles to to take a, a dip, to take a small nosedive. Never really happened. Through June, there was a little juggling just to eventually take over the top spot. And I don't necessarily think, you know, that you can sit there and say, well, you know, um, this is an Orioles team that's too young. You know, they're inexperienced. You know, this uh, Rangers team has guys on it that, you know, are more experienced. And, you know, there's a lot of young guys. I th- I think this Orioles team, I mean, they have grown right before our eyes. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, really good talent. And they're going to make some big-time noise in this postseason, I think. Um I mean, I, I think, you know, I'm not throwing out any predictions right now, but I think that, you know, I'm very confident, I'll say that, in these guys going out there, handling business against the Texas Rangers um, tomorrow afternoon. I really like the way the O's match up. Um, you know, I don't know exactly who who or what the Rangers, what their starting lineup will look like. Um, you know, I can, you know, give a guess uh, depending off of the, you know, matchup that they have with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and it's, you know, I mean, the Rangers have a solid, solid club, but they've fallen apart towards the end. I mean, you know, this was not in a Rangers team that is exactly coming in, lighting the world on fire. I think the Rays have just, the Rays and postseason just don't go well together of late. They just don't, but so for the Rangers starting lineup, this is what I'm projecting based off of, you know, the right-hander uh, that they went up against the Rays, Tyler Glass now. Uh, Marcus Simeon leading off, batting second. Corey Seager batting third. Robbie Grossman hitting cleanup. Adolis Garcia batting fifth. Nathaniel Lowe sixth. Jonah Heim batting second. Leody Tavares batting eighth. Um, it's the first baseman, Josh Young, and then batting ninth. And I think he might see an upgrade in his position uh, Evan Carter. So that's one through nine for the Rangers. I mean, so, you know, that's going to be a tough lineup. Um, now that I'm really looking at it, that's going to be a tough lineup, I think. But, you know, what would really, I, I'm not exactly sold on Robbie Grossman hitting third there. I think that'll be interesting to see how they, how the O's attack that. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's, you know, this isn't uh, some Cinderella story. Um, the Rangers were solid all year long. But listen, coming off of a road series, that's going to be tough, and especially going into Baltimore with a young club that's very, very eager and very hungry to make a, a, a deep postseason run, run. I'm very confident in the O's tomorrow. So, um, as you can tell, I think the O's are going to win tomorrow. I think they'll they'll do a the, it'll be a great game. I'm just saying it'll be a great game. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do, and I'll be back on here recapping 
um, tomorrow night as well as previewing game two. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.